Hello, everybody. This is Ray Renati, and this is Green Room Radio, and you are in my green room. Today, I interview David Rosen. David Rosen is a Las Vegas-based musician. He's done musical scores for all kinds of movies, feature films, short films, television shows. He's got an amazing resume. Go to his website, bydavidrosen.com that's b y david rosen r o s e n.com and you can see all of his work get some examples of his videos and his really i have to say extremely interesting music i've been listening to it and i really enjoy it he's he's a pro he's a real pro he comes from a uh, a family of music lovers his dad is one of the uh Leading collectors of vinyl discs in the world. We talk about that a little bit here. If you want to write to me, just go to my website, rayrenati.com or raysgreenroom.com. You can uh, send me love, whatever you want, whatever you want. Okay, that's enough of that BS. It's time now to listen to my little chat. With Mr. David Rosen. So, David, uh, you are a musician and a uh, a movie buff. Would that would that be the right thing to say? That um, sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it looks like you're um, you produce a lot of music. Uh, some of it possibly for films. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's my main uh, career focus is composing music for film. Uh, I've I've so far worked on a bunch of films, a lot of short films, um, a handful of feature films that are out there. Um, no big Hollywood budget movies yet, but um, uh, a couple that are out on like VOD and all that and mm-hmm. movies that have had like little and all that stuff. Um, and and then also music in like television, commercials, things like that. Uh, but I also put out albums of, of instrumental music, and I've been around music in many different ways over the years. Oh, okay. Uh, so do you play an instrument? Uh, technically, I play keyboard, but yeah. I, 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 I don't always like to call myself someone who can play yes. uh, the keyboard <laughs> because I am definitely a uh, like a play-by-feel kind of a person. I just I, – I, I feel out – cool sounding music you yeah. know what i mean i yeah, do know i'm, what you I'm mean, not yeah. classically yeah i'm not classically trained or any of that um yeah. but i i seem to do pretty well for myself because i feel like uh my music just has you know over the years really improved and uh i mean got to the point where i'm able to do you know entire scores for features you know so obviously that works if it's uh you know if it's a certain kind of music you're trying to do yeah i was listening to it it's really interesting i really like it uh, I could uh-huh. certainly hear hear any number of these in a film. Uh, it's top top quality stuff. Awesome. Yeah, I, I know what you mean about the the instrument playing. I I, ha- I play guitar, and I, you know I take lessons, and I try to I try to <laughs> be you know do things the way they tell me, but I end up often just doing my own thing. Um, sure, <laughs> I have a hard time <laughs> following instructions as far as that goes. So how long have you uh, 
Now, this podcast that you have, what's the name of it? So uh, my podcast is Piecing It Together. Yeah. And uh, we, we started it in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, still pretty new. Um, but so far, so good. And, you know, more than anything, just having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And and your co-host is is who? Uh, well, actually, I don't have a set co-host. I have oh. a like a revolving cast of co-hosts. Okay. Um, and so, so far, I think there's been six of them so far. And we just like, it's just like, hey, you want to do this one? You want to do this one? And so that way, it kind of keeps it fresh. And um, this way, I'm not talking to the same person every time. But I do go back to people over and over again. So that way, we kind of you know, have like a, a rapport built up and that way we can, um, you know, people will hopefully be listening to the show and be like, oh, I liked when those two talked last time. So I'm definitely going to check this one out, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I've got about six people who I like talk to on a regular basis and I'm slowly starting to add some other people in too, uh, getting people from other movie podcasts and uh, like friends of friends who are like film critics and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm starting to uh, build it out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when it works, it works really well. And I really, I really enjoyed listening to the one on about rocks movie. You guys uh, worked well together. Yeah, uh, that uh, that guy Chris, who was on that one, Chris Cranock, he's a uh, he's like a a big film buff. Like, that's one of the things that I like about. So, first of all, the the show, like the main focus of the mm-hmm. show, is not just to review a movie, uh, just for anyone out there listening, uh, but to um, look at a movie and try to figure out what other movies inspired it. And so that way, we end up on like this long journey of a conversation and end up talking about all kinds of other movies and uh it just makes it more than just a straight up movie review um but like yeah for example the the conversation i had with chris about skyscraper the rocks new movie um he's like a, like a real film buff the kind of guy who like you know watches every movie in the criterion collection and can pick them all apart and everything so it's like I'm not that, you know, like yeah. I love, I love movies. Movies are my favorite thing, but, um, I'm not that deep into it on like a film analysis level. So yeah. it's great to have that, to have his point of view and I can like bounce off of that. But then like, you know, with my friend Q, who I actually have another podcast with called bird road. Um, but he's been my co-host a couple of times as well. And with him, it's for all just funny uh we're like joking around like the whole time and we, we i joke around with chris as well but i mean you know it just kind of changes the mood of it a little bit each time and that way it keeps things uh different from episode to episode yeah yeah that's good ha- have have any of these movies been just absolute ripoffs of another movie like they're so similar it's it's it should be a crime Uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, right right off the bat, Skyscraper. Um, But I mean, but I mean, I'd say Skyscraper is kind of a different example, though, because at least Skyscraper is like doing it on purpose. Like the director made no, uh, you know, qualms about trying to say that this is Die Hard with The Rock, you know. Um, So at least you got to give him some credit for that, you know. That's cool. Um, As far as like just like a straight up like rip off of something else. well, I can't think of one that we've done, but I mean, you see it all the time, though. You know, it's oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely something that happens and it's something that we would be talking about on the show if uh, if we saw that happening. Um, I mean, what one kind of possibility would be Annihilation, I'd say, is very much Aliens, um, just in a different setting. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's definitely a thing that happens quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they're regurgitating the same story with a with new actors and change changing the setting around a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's one of the reasons why I prefer whenever possible for us to do like indie films and stuff like that because at least you're getting a little more originality, um, you know, with the blockbusters. Like like even like when we've done Marvel movies, like you know they're fun, they're great, you know, fun movies and all, and they're fun to talk about. But it's like you know at a certain point you're just like, oh, well, this is like every other Marvel movie, you know, it's like, it kind of, it kind of cuts back on the, all the inspirations you can really talk about oh, when it's just true. every other superhero movie is the inspiration, you know? Exactly. I mean, I have a 15 year old son and he knows the ins and outs of all of them. And I can't remember the difference, the differences between one and the other. After I see them, they all just <laughs> run together in my mind. I have no idea, you know, like what happened in, I don't even remember the name, names of the damn things. I've seen all of them with them, but <laughs> you know, you know. Speaking of which, um, now Mission Impossible Fallout, which just came out last weekend, I absolutely loved, um, and we're going to be doing an episode on it tonight, actually. Um, and like we we separate our show into puzzle pieces, is what we call the different movies that inspired the movie we're talking about, and. Um, little spoiler alert for the episode if anybody's going to check it out. But um, we're planning on starting the episode out by the first five puzzle pieces being Mission Impossible 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Um, because ah. it, def it definitely <laughs> seems to be that this installment takes little bits and pieces from its own series. Um, there's like a lot – there's a lot of stuff from 1, a lot of stuff from 2, like right, right through the entire series. And <laughs> – normally I would actually like complain about something like that, but in this case it just really works. I mean, it's a really good movie. Check good. it out. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah. It's incredible what they can do with movies. You know, it's like uh, most of the time they're just trying to make money, especially with those blockbusters. So they'll, sure. they'll do whatever they have to do to, to cut corners, whether it's, uh, you know, revamping old, old storylines that, people sort of remember or whatever um, right. just to get the thing out there and make it look really cool. And then they know they're going to get an, enough ticket sales. So, <laughs> I mean, that, that, I mean, which is what it's all about and sure. uh, DVDs and uh, streaming video, I guess not DVD so much anymore. Oh yeah. That's yeah. kind of dying a little bit, but yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some of us still out there buying. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Your 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 music. Um, you come from a musical family. As your dad, I saw some. I was looking at <laughs> your dad has a gi giant record store in Las Vegas. That's right. Yep. That's wow. where I am during the day. Yeah. yeah. I, I work with him uh, ah. during the day, and uh, yeah, it's called Wax Tracks Records, and it's one of the best vinyl collections really in the world. I mean, it's it's an insane store. I mean, it's definitely a place people should at least stop by. I mean, people talk about it kind of like a museum because it's just so much stuff. And a lot of the stuff can tend to be a little on the expensive side because it's like rare stuff, you yeah. know? Um, but it's like just to see all that stuff. It's, it's really is pretty amazing. It's really, really special. So you work with them during the day. How, how great. I, I'm uh, sitting yeah. here looking at the pictures and it's just amazing. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy shop. Really crazy. Yeah. Um, you have to like step over records. That's how much stuff we have. Like, it, it, there's just way too much in there. And we have we've started like we started putting stuff literally on the ceilings, hanging things off the ceilings. And uh, it's three floors. It's like an old gutted out house, and just every wall is just covered with shelves of records um, or memorabilia. Um, we also have like 
some CDs and DVDs and we got lots of posters and sheet music and just all kinds of memorabilia. Yeah, I see that. And you have like all kind of, like a bunch of Elvis Presley dolls up here. Oh, yeah. And uh, looks like Mexican singing dolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, well, my, da- my dad's been at it since um, God, he started the store. Well, I was born in 1980. So I, I want to say he started the store in like the late 70s or something like that. Um, but he had been collecting since the sixties or even the fifties. And so, I mean, his collection has just been building and building. And I mean, the store, we don't have like a distributor or anything. It's literally just, you know, his collection just in a store, you know? So is this how you, uh, got your love for music and all things musical and film related? Most likely, because yeah, yeah. um, he's also a big movie buff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, most likely, I mean, I don't want to give him too much credit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I but, think uh, back yeah. about my life and uh, how I accidentally did a lot of the things my father used to do. It was like, no, I had nothing to do with him, you know? <laughs> and then my son starts, even though he says he does, he's not interested, I start seeing him copying me. And I'm like, wow, it's just it's automatic or something. I suppose but, it's ine- inevitable a little bit. But. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so what would you like to do? Uh, how, where do you see your podcast going? Do you have any big hopes for your podcast? I know there are so many podcasts out there now, like uh, that to get a good number of listeners is, is, is like one goal. And then sure. other people want to monetize and that's, so difficult these days. I mean, I don't know if you've, I'm sure you noticed there's tens of thousands of podcasts out there. Oh yeah. Monetizing everything is really difficult. I mean, with my own music, uh, with with the albums that I put out of my, my instrumental music, it's like, you know, yeah, you get lots of people listening, but once it comes time to really monetize it, it could be tough, you know, you know, I've done, I've done okay, but it's like, yeah, really, really pushing it to that next step. It's definitely hard. Um, but as far as, uh, you know, the podcast itself, monetizing isn't really goal, even probably even the first five goals for this podcast. I mean, number one is just, um, really, I mean, I really do mean it's cliche, but like just having fun talking to my friends about movies is number is number one. And then, you know, growing listeners is number two, because I do want, you know, to do it and actually have people hear it. Um, but then what I actually am hoping to do, um, in the near future. And we've done it with a couple of really small indie films so far, but I'm hoping to continue to do it with more indies and then hopefully some bigger movies as well. But, um, actually doing follow-up episodes with filmmakers to ask them these movies that we, you know, are suggesting inspired, uh, the movie we're talking about, were we right? And if not, what, you know, what ones were they? And if we were <laughs> right, you know, what do you think about that? Like, do you, like, are you surprised we caught that? Or, you know, do you think that was an obvious one or whatever, you know, and just making like little follow up episodes yeah. with the filmmakers, I think would be a lot of fun. Yeah, it would. Or it might be, oh, well, I don't want to admit that. What are you asking me that question for? <laughs> I'm sure we will get that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or what? I can't have an original idea, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But. Yeah. I'm sure some of them will, will be happy to talk to you. I, I, um, from the Facebook, uh, group, I, tomorrow I'm interviewing somebody, uh, on Stranger Things. One of the actors oh, nice. on Stranger Things. Yeah. So. That's awesome. I know. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I think she's she's somebody's mother. She's been in two episodes. I'm going to have to go. She was apparently at a big part in one episode, and I sort of remember. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. But, um, yeah. So, I, I think I just love the whole podcasting world, and it uh, it is a lot of fun. And I think... I think I really think you got to make that your goal is to have a good time doing it, and if, if anything else comes of it, then so be it, uh, and exactly. you're lucky. But if you're not, if you're not already a celebrity, um, you're you're probably not going to get you know the zillions of listeners like like they do. I, mean, I don't know you, if you saw it in the. Uh, I don't remember if it was the same podcast group we met in or another one, but. Uh, somebody posted uh, yesterday. Uh, has anybody else reached a hundred thousand dollars with their podcast? And then <laughs> s- s- someone else commented, "Did anybody else get seventeen billion listens on their podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been listening. Like, sure, buddy. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Of course, there's going to be the trolls or whatever you call them, <laughs> the lying trolls. I was listening to. Uh, Lance Armstrong had a podcast that he he was doing on the Tour de France, um, The Move, it was called. And then he has Mm -hmm. a regular podcast called The Forward. And he, you know, it's big time. So many people listen to it. That's because he's Lance Armstrong. And even though he was publicly shamed and (laughs) (laughs) and sued and almost went to jail, uh, you know, he's automatically going to have a lot of listeners. And he actually does a really good job. He's he's really good at it. but that's just the way it is. So, anyway, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's probably doing it just for fun too, because I don't think he needs the money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, this has been great talking to you, Dave. Do you like absolutely. to be called Dave or David? Either way, uh, I, I, I seem to be David when I'm doing music and Dave on the podcast. I don't know how that worked out, but now, what's the best way for people to uh, reach you? Just at your your podcast website. And the and the other one you gave, I can put that in the show notes. Awesome, yeah, yeah. yeah. Piecingpod dot com or piecingpod on Twitter and Facebook and all that. That that's for piecing it together the podcast. Yeah. And then for my music is bydavidrosen dot com or bydavidrosen on all the social media. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just put out a new album called A Different Kind of Dream. Uh, that's on iTunes and all that stuff. Um, there's also some uh, a new music video that just came out from it. Uh, it's actually a VR virtual reality music video called palindrone mm-hmm. so check that out it's on youtube and got a bunch of other new music stuff coming out over the uh rest of the summer and into the fall great excellent yeah you, you're uh, very ambitious you have quite a few albums <laughs> out already i stay busy man I yeah i can busy. tell you i can tell you love what you do oh, yeah. um maybe uh it, so if it's possible, I could put like a piece of your music on there. I wouldn't want to put the whole song because then someone could just steal it. But um, oh no, that that would be awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, and I, I don't mind. You could put the whole song. I, I'll uh, I'll send you a track after we're done. For okay, sure. cool, great. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, great, uh, man. Good talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show. You bet. Now, wasn't that a fun conversation with Mr. David Rosen? I'm going to play a track for you from his collection of songs. It's called Waterfall in Reverse. Thank you, Mr. David Rosen, for your time, and thank you for listening. Remember, love one another and be good to yourselves. And until next time, this is Ray Renati, and I will see you on the boards.